Good afternoon. I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Our guest today is Keith Dinas, Professor of Physics. Keith's research explores ideas of supersymmetry and dark matter and the interplay between string theory and particle physics. But for the first lecture in the College of Science public lecture series this year, he'll give us a brief overview of modern physics. Keith, thank you for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure. So I understand that in your introduction to the lecture series, you're going to take us from the physics of planets revolving around suns to uh, apples falling from trees to attempts to develop grand unifying theories of everything. Does that sound about right? Yeah. I think my goal as the kickoff lecturer is to set the stage for the current le for the lecturers that will be following in this series. And physics is a unique science because it stretches over all energy scales and length scales. So it goes from the very small to the very big, from the very light to the very massive, from things that are cold to extremely hot, things that are very rarefied to very dense. And because it reaches all these different realms of, of the extremes in nature, physics has a lot of different applications in all these different areas. And so that's what I'll try to convey, the big picture of physics as it pertains to all the areas that it can reach. How is physics different from the way we do, say, biology? Well, what you're describing is the scientific method. And we study observations and try to draw conclusions in all the branches of science. And certainly physics is like that as well. Maybe the difference, though, is that physics is trying to understand what we call physical law, natural law, fundamental observations about the way the universe has to work at all times, in all places, in all ramifications. And so physics has this generality that reaches even beyond, let's say, biology. So could you tell us a little bit about how the fundamental nature of matter is being understood, being explored today? Well, matter, we understand now, is, and this wasn't true two centuries ago, there was a debate whether matter was a continuous thing, like a like a like a pudding, where it was it was a smooth sort of jelly-like surface, and no matter how much you peered in, it's smaller and smaller on the scales. It was always continuous, or whether it was discrete. And if you looked at small enough length scales, it would be made up of individual atoms with empty space in between them. And we now understand that that is the actual way that matter is. Matter is composed of atoms, and there's mostly a lot of empty space between them and a lot of electromagnetic forces, electrostatic forces that hold things together. So this is a different view of matter that we now have had for a century or so. This is the basis, for example, of modern chemistry and material science. And all of these behaviors follow the same physical law laws associated with quantum mechanics and electromagnetism that we understand as part of the bedrock of the way that nature works according to physical laws. Tell us about what you've called the cosmic pie. Well, for a long time, we believed that we understood the basic building blocks of matter. And they were formed out of things we called quarks and things we called leptons. These are just classes of particles and sort of very ghostly particles we called neutrinos, very light objects. And we thought mostly that that was what the universe was made of. But slowly over the past century, we've come to understand that there's another kind of matter out there which we don't see with the naked eye, which, we, which doesn't interact in any very strong ways with us. So we kind of call it transparent or dark matter. A real a better name for it would be transparent matter. We just can't see it because if we look through it, we would look through it instead of seeing it. So we can only feel it gravitationally. It turns out, though, because we can feel it gravitationally, 
there's five times as much dark matter as there is the kind of matter that we know about, regular matter. And then in 1998, there was another big surprise that there's another component in the universe which we call dark energy, which would be similarly transparent in that sense. So approximately 70% of the universe is made of this dark energy that we didn't even really know about until 1998. Dark matter is another 25, 26%. All that we thought we knew before is a mere 5%. And if you imagine that on a pie chart as a graphical way of representing it, we call that the cosmic pie. And everything we know about, all that makes up you, me, stars, planets, galaxies, all of that is inside that 5%. And the remaining amount is, is huge, and there's so much more to learn. Right. Thank you very much, Keith. We'll be looking forward to your talk this Monday uh, to launch the College of Science Lecture Series. Thanks very much. Thank you. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.